It's like rain on your wedding day. The Ghost Runners are back today. <laughs> oh, nice. What do you think of that? That was pretty good for not knowing what was coming. <laughs> My bar was pretty low for what you were going to do, and you surpassed it. So great job. All right. Uh, aloha, everybody. Aloha and welcome. Aloha and hello. Uh, I was actually planning on like starting off this podcast with a little like funny bit about like, uh, what do you guys say for a hello here anymore? You know, I, I just got so used to you know the island. What time is it even? You know. Um, but then I'm not kidding. I got back to the mainland a few days ago. I started catching up on podcasts. Like, probably what two days ago? One of the ones I'm catching up on. The guy just got back from Hawaii, and that's what he started his podcast off with. I was like, dang, he beat me to it. And he did it way funnier than I would have either. So, yeah. Cody Ko, you beat me. Oh, and he's like big enough where people might listen to both podcasts. Yeah, they would know, like, oh, you just stole that from him. <laughs> yeah, but I really was planning on doing that, and he, he beat me to it. Yeah, he was like, sorry, just got island brain. <laughs> and uh, I, like, I mean, how cool did you feel being able to call it the mainland? Like whenever you just said, now, yeah. yeah, that felt cool. Got back to the mainland. Like when I got back to the contiguous forty-eight. Like, um, like you have to be away from the mainland to get back to it. <laughs> Whereas yeah. I've just been in Kansas this whole time. I kind of a theory about that of like people complaining about jet lag a little too much. It's so they can prove like I've just been traveling somewhere Oof, where I would yeah. be affected by jet lag. My business thinks I'm important enough where I can't do my work virtually. I have to go. I have to go somewhere. I so need I'm just to be very there. tired traveling <laughs> i also think that uh this is not really the same thing at all now that i'm about to say it but i think people talk about shark week way more than they watch it i've never watched a minute of shark week. i don't think anyone actually watches shark week but the internet loves like mentioning that it's this huge thing <laughs> like oh gearing up for shark week yeah our church talked about it today no yeah i was like oh, i didn't my. even know that that's I so perfect my eyes. i was like of course we're talking about shark week right now <laughs> Yeah, it just seems like one of those uh, I don't know, just trendy things. It's cool to talk about it, but I don't really know if people are tuning in. I don't know anything about it to be on, like beyond like I know that there's obviously shark themed things on Discovery. I guess Channel? they just put all their shark shows in one week. I don't know. Yeah, have you ever watched it either? I don't think so. And I, I mean, I love shows like that, but I think shark specifically it's a little too narrow. I'd rather watch oceans, sure. like episode of Planet Earth, yeah. rather than just sharks. I don't know. Maybe I'd like it. Aquarium week. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I don't interact with sharks that much, so... Um, it doesn't get get me that excited. One cool thing about Hawaii, no snakes. Have I nice. told you this before? They don't have snakes and rabies, which is good for me, because <laughs> two of the main things I'm worried about yeah. on a day-to-day basis of contracting. Right. Oh, um, gosh. But they've just never gotten there, I guess. No, no snake has swam there yet so they just don't have them that's awesome it really is like because i mean every day we're hiking somewhere you know right. deep brush thick grass hey, be careful there might be oh no well but don't get bit by anything you might get uh, oh. never mind we're good <laughs> all the normal things i would say before we started a hike i didn't have to <laughs> yeah um so that's kind of fun wow uh, no snakes no rapes no snabies <laughs> wow that's that's interesting I, I don't see I don't honestly remember the last time I saw a snake in the out like in the wild. Just because I don't go to very many places with brush or live out in the country. Yeah. But like I know that you probably have lots of stories whenever you were a kid. Catherine, you know, grew up in the country, so or you know, kind of in like out she had acreage, if mm, you will. Sure. She had some land as they call it. Uh so they definitely had some stories with snakes. I remember we uh, had a snake that was getting into our strawberry patch. Not cool. You're kidding. Dad got a hold of it though with a shovel, so oh, took yeah? care of it. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen a tarantula in the wild? No, I don't think I've ever seen one in real life. I don't think I have either. Catherine one time was just like, "Yeah, it's like a normal thing. Like in Texas, it's like see tarantulas." I was like, "What? Is that the name of a ride at Six Flags? Is that maybe what it is? The tarantula? Yeah, maybe that's what you meant. Or a durantula? No." <laughs> He no, plays for like the team. massive spiders, and I also learned that they're not poisonous. So what happened? So do they're just be- huge and freaking hairy and scary, and so people hate them. Oh, but I don't need to actually be scared of them. Like you should not be scared of them. Like you should be scared of a black widow or a brown recluse. Hmm. Or even but, a little bumblebee. But yeah, she acted. Yeah, she acted like 
not that it was normal normal but like normal enough to where she saw them regularly interesting yeah she's like you've never seen one i'm gonna start asking no. texas people about this tarantula thing yeah I, and it it probably is somewhat a southern thing somewhat the fact that she lived on land like i doubt that they're just like in Highland crawling Park. around frisco texas yeah that would be scary though it would be tarantulas crawling around frisco my gosh i asked Catherine about the speaking of animals uh the 100 duck sized horses or mm. 100 yeah or one horse sized duck <laughs> she just like just like it dissolved the argument right away like just like di- <laughs> like di- disregard it like well horses are not like vicious people or vicious animals <laughs> She's like, you would need to be provoked. You would need to be, uh, you know, messing like, with yeah, your young. Whole, the whole idea is that they're supposed to be fighting you. It is a fight. I'm not easily provoked either. I'm not an aggressive animal. <laughs> but in this situation, I would fight. She's like, no, the horses would never fight you like that. Like, they're they're very kind. And I'm like, okay, but in this instance, they're coming for you. <laughs> that scares me. So she would choose the horse, no, the duck-sized horses. Because they know. would be non-vicious. I don't know. I, yeah, she's not scared of ducks either. She's just a very fearless woman. Well, if you grow I'm up married, I'm married Xena Warrior Princess, basically. Is yeah, what I would say so. Hmm. Um, takes down tarantulas, snakes, snabies. Takes not scared of ducks or horses. Nope. So, so Hawaii was awesome. It was fantastic. I, we've already talked about some, but yeah, tell, tell, tell us some of the highlights. Um, one very office-related thing that I thought you would enjoy... Um, I was very confused leading up to the trip trying to book a rental car because I I thought I was still on the same website I was just looking at and then something happened and the website like completely changed and I was like whoa did they just redesign their website like they just hit refresh you uh-huh. know on their page it's like this is crazy how often does anyone get to experience this yeah. and like I don't know Google changes their logo and I'm here for it anyway uh, we had a little so there's two different companies. One is called Kauai Rent-A-Car. The other one is called Rent-A-Car Kauai. Uh-oh. Very confusing. Very much two different companies. Um, which, do you know where I'm going with this? Do you know what office reference I'm thinking of? Um, I, Pizza by Alfredo. Yes! So proud of you. Yeah. Or I, I, I thought you were going to say assistant to the manager. Oh, both good. Yeah. I was thinking of the Alfredo's Pizza Kitchen or Pizza by Alfredo or whatever. So similar, but very different. Do you rather have a large amount of okay pizza or a medium amount of <laughs> very good pizza? A medium amount of good pizza. <laughs> uh, I would say in this instance, though, we got a large amount of bad pizza. Um, I was just sharing Brad with Brad about this before we went live on the podcast, but I was in a 2006 Chevy Malibu. The check engine light was on. And we started getting alerts in the middle of the trip that said check oil soon. The right blinker would stay on whenever it wanted to. Uh, but... And then the other car was not good either. Couldn't get out of the doors. But it was kind of nice, like, not feeling like, oh, I'm in a nice car. Yeah. Like, I need to be careful. You know, we get sand in there. I'd go in there in my swim trunks. And, like, they don't care. I bet yeah. everyone does that every week. Yeah, though, exactly. Know? Which is probably why it is at the state that it's in. Yeah. So it was kind of nice. Like, this one really exclusive beach we wanted to go to, you had to drive through about 15 minutes of potholes. But it was like, oh. Yeah. I'm sure the Malibu can handle it. Like... It'll be fine. My cousin went to Iceland, Iceland, uh, on his honeymoon. Corey did, and they rented from a rental company called Sad Cars. Hmm. And I think it was on accident because they don't speak English in Iceland. I mean, that's not like their native language. Yeah, yeah. And so, it was, it was not on purpose that the initials spelled out sad, but they were like decently bad cars. Like, <laughs> like I think he got like you know a two thousand one. CRV or something oh, like that. So and he was like, yeah, like the gas cap, he had to use like a fork to like open up the gas cap thing. Like Interesting. All these different. Is this on their honeymoon? On their honeymoon, which is like classic, like, like they're so cool and so adventurous and they're going to, you know, go out and do adventurous things like that. Like they're not going to just go and do like, all you know, the normal or... stuff. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and so they, they enjoyed it and it's a good story for them, but that yeah, is, it's called yeah. sad cars. And yeah, I remember him saying like, yeah, we drove. You know, we couldn't drive over 10 miles an hour some of the routes that we were taking right. in Iceland going to the middle of nowhere. Um, but we <laughs> didn't care that much because we were in this sad car. Yeah, if you got to get gasoline with a fork handy, <laughs> you can drive wherever you want. Like, no, I think what happened, I might be completely misremembering this, but I think that he called the Icelandic, you know, rental car company, like, how do I get this gas cap open? They're like, 
oh, just just get a just get a fork and you know <laughs> just pry it open. That's what Corey had to do. It's just like, my gosh, that's a funny prerequisite for like you need to be twenty five, uh, valid proof insurance, and like a metal fork. Probably, yeah, just bring a metal fork if you can. <laughs> Another thing. Knife will be okay. Knife will work, but you're going to want prongs probably. Trust us. We do this a lot. You're going to want prongs. This company also, I feel like they ran it out of a backyard. Like, honestly, I think they probably did because there was no physical location. It was like, we will have the cars waiting for you. Okay. When you get to the airport, we'll text you where they are in the parking lot. And when you drop them off, just leave them in the parking lot. There was never it. like, I never saw anyone. I, it was all like, hide it in the gas can thing. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, wow. I'm sure they're running it out of their home and they just don't want people to see that. Yeah. It's great, super cheap. It's like sixty-five bucks for the whole week. Uh, <laughs> Worth so, it. Yeah, great value. Uh, another little part of Hawaii, which my sister and I thought was so funny. Well, that was another cool part of the trip is like just traveling with her because we never really traveled together outside of our parents. But like, yeah. Uh, one cool thing. Now that I'm thinking about it, there was a I put it on my Instagram story, which is that picture that said. Uh, I think it was trying to say, like, slow down, there's kids here. But it just said, slow kids. Slow kids here. Yeah. Uh, my sister and I were in two different cars. And, like, we each took a picture of that because <laughs> we thought it was so funny. It's so, like, oh, that's cool that we have, like, the same sense of humor in that sense. But another thing that we thought was so funny, this uh, we went and took a big uh, um, boat, like, cruise tour of the Napoli coast. Oh, cool. Beautiful. It's, like, the reason I chose Kauai is just, like, coastline. Uh, this was during when I think you were... I missed our basketball game while this was happening. Oh, okay. We were texting about it. Oh, okay. Uh, which, how did it go? Great. We won. Good job. How'd you play? I played poorly, actually. <laughs> I played okay, but... I'm sorry, I brought it up. Uh, one of my contacts was blurry, and so I had no depth perception. And so that was my excuse, at least, for not being better. But I mean, basketball is a sport where you're going to want depth perception, so I think that's fair. That right. Like there were, there were a few times where I shot threes, and I was like, oh, that's in, and... It was, was not, in. not in. Wait, why did you not have a contact? No, I had both of them in. One of them, they were just getting old. Like, I needed to replace them. I'm what's, supposed to take them What's the shelf life on a contact? Two weeks is what you're supposed to do. I oh, just, <laughs> I kind of go until they don't let me go anymore, though. So, oh. I, usually mine are like three to four weeks. Because um, I've heard that you can, yeah, keep them in longer. So, anyway. Uh, but, yeah, one of them was, like, very blurry, and I just couldn't get it fixed. So, so when it, like dies out it just like it's losing its prescription basically well, i don't know how it works i don't i don't think that's usually the case but usually it like gets too dry too easily like or like your rips you know it like tears or it has like a little like divot in the uh, edge of it or something so it's just not comfortable yeah you ever everyone get like in like a different part of your eye or whatever yeah 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 that freaks me out Catherine, the other day i was in the bathroom with her putting on my in my context, it's like, I can't believe you do that every single day. Yeah. You, you put your fingers in your <laughs> yeah. eyes every single day. Oh, like, my yeah. gosh. I could not have, I don't know. I mean, you can't even chew or swallow uh, pills. <laughs> yeah, so. no thanks to touching my own eyeball. <laughs> gosh, and getting one lost in there. Okay, anyway, so we're on this boat tour. Yeah. And uh, Captain Chris is our captain. Oh, yeah, C squared. I would say your typical, I don't know, guy in his 50s who, like, is trying to be fun, but just tells the same jokes every day. <laughs> Which initially I was like, dang, it's going to be one of those just cheesy joke things. But yeah. I think all things considered, at least he was trying to make it fun. He could have okay. been more normal and just by the book. But uh, one thing, so we had, his one big rule was like, you have to be hanging on at all times with one hand, which was tough when it came down to take pictures. Not a big camera strap guy. So we're just on this huge boat and I'm just like trying to adjust settings. That was kind of scary. It's pretty rocky. At times. That's yeah. why he made the rule. Yeah, yeah. Captain Chris r- isn't just like making up rules for No, no, he's a very safe guy. Risk's sake. I felt safe with him. We had some girls yakking, by the way. One girl puked twelve times. <laughs> yeah. Twelve times. One girl just One of your once. friends? Yeah, yeah. This is like people just within our group. Oh yeah. no. Emily puked twelve, Katie puked a few, and then Liz just once. Um You're kidding. Yeah, so kind of rough rough. Maybe we'll go were they them. taking too many pictures? Uh, <laughs> not not just staring ahead because like if you get car sick you're supposed to like not no, be looking down like, and reading within the first like 45 minutes that really? got sick it was very rough at the beginning but before we'd even taken pictures or anything um it was just like did uh, you say captain chris says stare stare at the moon like on no. the office whenever he says captain jack you, you feel seasick <laughs> captain jack says stare at the moon that seems like he the goes, worst advice captain jack's a far face and then he throws <laughs> up again <laughs> Okay, this is a great segue. Speaking of terrible advice from a captain. So we start going over these huge waves. Not like getting you sick waves, but just like really fun. Like you're on a jet ski kind of wave. Yeah. Um, 
and so it's kind of natural to just like bend your knees a little bit and absorb the shock or whatever captain chris comes over the microphone hey everyone down there lock your knees <laughs> keep your knees locked and me and my sister start like laughing like oh he's like joking probably or whatever and so we're still up there we're at the very front of the boat having a great time you know jack and rose but not in a romantic siblings sure. anyway um Jack and Jill. Yeah, Jack and Jill is probably better, but I don't know if they ever went on a boat. They went down a well, so different. Okay, anyway. Um, went down a hill. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Wait. <laughs> go down the well. What, why did I get, where did I get well from? Because they were getting a, a pail of water. From the well. Probably. So a well is somewhat involved, loosely involved. Yeah. Fell down a well. What's wrong with me? Okay. Um, anyway, he gets it mad at us again over the loudspeaker. Everyone can hear this. Hey, I already told you once. Oh, really? Lock your knees. I was like, no. That seems... When have you ever been told in any sport, in any show choir performance? Yeah. Like it, it, I just feel like it is the worst idea ever to lock your knees, especially going over very rigid bumps in the ocean. Why? Yeah. We thought that was so funny. Guys, I'm serious. Lock your knees. I'm not going to tell you again. Lock them. I was like, this, Captain Chris, I respect you, but this cannot be safe. I really want to absorb the shock and not hyperextend my knee or do something. Lock your knees. Yeah, I didn't understand that. That's weird. Have I ever told you about the time where um, this kid in fifth grade, a special course, uh, American patriotic concert, fainted? No. Uh, like, they, yeah, our teacher would always tell us to bend your knees. And I yeah, didn't really yeah. understand why he said that in fifth grade. Like, but I would always do it. Um, but I never felt like the urge to faint or anything. We've also been at a wedding where a bridesmaid fainted. Oh, that's right. Uh, but that's right. Uh, that was pretty awkward too. We were there together. Um, got something else happened that ceremony that was pretty gnarly, but definitely oh, the fainting was, crazy. Oh, the pastor's mic was on during the worship. <laughs> <laughs> he was a that's little off, what it off was. kilter. I can't um, believe you remember that. That's amazing. Yeah. He, <laughs> because I was the one leading the worship. <laughs> so I was like, what's going on? Like, do I sound bad? Yeah, the pastor. Oh, that left um, his poor mic on, and he was not shy. He loved that song you chose. He was rocking Jesus Paid It All or whatever it was. <laughs> but uh, fifth grade, we do this. Like, my my choir teacher in fifth grade was very patriotic. Like, I remember one time in music class, he got mad at me for itching my nose during the national anthem. How dare you? Like, genuinely, like, I was, like, so innocently doing it. And he How old frustrated. were you? At that time, I was probably fourth grade when I got old drunk. enough to know not to itch your nose. <laughs> Don't you itch your nose during the dawn's early light. They didn't uh, die for you to itch your nose during the Pledge of Allegiance. So anyway, super patriotic. So we sang, I don't want to exaggerate, but I think probably 20 patriotic songs in this concert. Like a lot of, and some of Those them were are, short. It's some deep tracks though. I only know about, I Oh would man, say every single one of the like theme songs for like the armed oh. forces, you know yeah like, like the navy song the army song yeah them. your grand old flag yeah america the beautiful or you know god bless america ended big big grand finale with god bless the usa sure great song Stand one of the best up. literally Shh. right Next. right at the very last and i'll gladly stand up nick holly man Shh. just Dude went down with a vengeance, like just fell hard on that, the ground. That was for the troops, probably. It was amazing. It was supposed to be like this emotional ending. I'll gladly stand up. Boom. Dum, 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 dum. Oh, it was awesome. It was like from a movie. It was so <laughs> great. Um, Have you ever passed out? Uh, I got close one time, kind of recently, actually, a couple summers ago. We went on a bike ride in Colorado and... It was like a very leisurely thing, but I was like, I'm going to go ahead and go like all the way around this track. Okay. Because we had like an hour and a half like rental with these bikes or something like that. And so I did. And the second half of that track was a little hard for these. <laughs> and I was not expecting it. And I just didn't have enough water. And so I got back and was like kind of lightheaded. And then like laid down on this bench and got lightheaded, but never passed out. Nice. So have you? Uh, oh, twice. I, I remember that once. I was going to say once is like your favorite thing. Yes. That video. Oh, yeah. that's another one of my. I think I really enjoy passing out people or watching people pass yeah, out. Yeah, that's something you just really enjoy. I guess so. This would have been like um, probably <laughs> three summers ago. This is when the 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 jorts that I wear for everything. This is the day they got made. I cut my jeans that morning. I hiked my first. Oh, that was the original, like the original. That morning, yeah, I cut okay. them. Uh, I hiked my first fourteen or ever, and we weren't at like the peak of the mountain yet, but we got into like a spot. We'd been hiking for a while, and it was like. 
uh, oh, okay, we're going to take a break up there, like at this little clearing. And so I was like, I'm going to sprint it. I'm just going to go. I was feeling energized. I got all the way to the top, and I was feeling pretty good, but pretty out of breath. And then I was going to, like, celebrate. And then, yeah, I started to dance, and I like, <laughs> tilted my head back, and that just, like, threw off everything, I right. guess. And then I just, like, went down. I didn't fully pass out, but, like... Yeah. It dropped me to my knees. Do not underestimate the altitude, man. Yeah, getting up there and the yeah, dropping that undefeated. head back. Oh, yeah, and the, like there was a song going. And it was the like song, right at the beach. <laughs> yeah, the song lyric was, we ain't never going to quit it. And right after that happened, yeah, the beat dropped, like, and you just like fall to the ground. Kind of just limply. And I was like, Jake, will you please save that video and send it to me because <laughs> that's my favorite thing I've ever seen. Um, I passed out one other time at my uh, sister's gymnastics meet. Oh yeah, not because the altitude had the knees locked. Really, and didn't really drink any water that day. You were just standing for a long time. I was watching. I was trying to watch a little Zacchaeus style, standing on this like folding chair, <laughs> trying to watch her do the balance beam. Okay. And then I just remember waking up, and someone was like handing me a Reese's peanut butter cup. Really? Yeah, I don't know why that. Wow. That's what I remember. Yeah, I don't think I've completely. I don't know. My parents love to fact check me on things uh, on the podcast, so they'll probably be like, uh, "Brad, you actually have passed out." <laughs> Remember that time we threw you the toaster in the bathtub? <laughs> there you go. You didn't like that. Um, anyway, well, last time we did a podcast, we had some Instagram questions. Oh, yeah, we didn't get to all of them. That seems like forever ago. Because um, it was oh, forever ago. It was a while ago. Do you want to go through some of those? Because I remember at the end you were like, man, yeah, but- there's some really good ones. I wish I was seeing these earlier. Because I was kind of in a hurry that day. It's <laughs> true, because you had Chipotle to eat. Yeah, it ended up being Taco Republic. Oh, which is also great. Okay. You know, support local. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, is it really? Yeah, Taco Republic. I don't think that's local. 100%. Okay. Owned I'm... by the... Well, and then again, I think things that sometimes... I just lost a bet to Catherine that I was very confident in. But yeah, I think it's owned by the same people as like BRGR. Oh, okay. And anyway. um, I see a, a couple at the top now that I went back to find this Instagram story. There's a couple... Do you need guests? Uh, can I be in it? Can I join from a few people? Um, the thing with that is that we only have two microphones and they're pretty like They're like very directed. directional. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you'd have to get real comfortable with one of us or just get your own microphone. But, yeah. Bring your own or you'd also have to know where Brad's basement is. Yeah. Which um, um, here's a fun fact. Okay. Uh, just a couple days ago, my zip code was named one of the top 10 zip codes to live in in America, according to Realtor.com. Really? Like, as far as, like, the property value and the location. Like safety. Schools, everything. Top 10 in America? Top 10 in America. The only one in Kansas that was on there. Wow. What's it like being extremely rich? Right? <laughs> I, I don't know yet, but maybe I will because of this house someday. Jeez. I couldn't believe that. That's really cool. I was very proud of Realtor.com. it. Realtor.com. Can we Realtor. trust them? I think so. They're like, you know, probably third in line after Zillow and Redfin. What's Redfin? It's like Realtor.com. But <laughs> and a Zillow. little bit better. What does it mean? Redfin? What does Fin mean? I don't know. Finance? Maybe. maybe I don't know. Redfin. Doesn't it mean like the end in like French silent films? Fin means, uh, yeah, the end in Spanish. Perfect. Good enough for me. Redfin. Uh, one guy says, where do you guys play pickup basketball and how do I join? Oh, for real. Thursday We're always, nights, baby. Yeah, Thursday nights at Bethany Lutheran Church slash school. It's on 92nd and Lamar. No one gets down like the Luths. We love, we love, oh, if you also have any tips for us, like any, you know, places we can play basketball throughout the week, I am willing to say that I almost always will play basketball. <laughs> I love playing basketball. I got same volleyball on Tuesdays, but other than that, yeah. pretty free. I mean, and if you just want me and not Jake... Yeah. I'm also free you on could, Tuesday. You can talk to Brad on Tuesdays. Um, here's a fun question from i.like.dragons. Okay. What is your greatest conspiracy on Amelia Earhart? <laughs> oh, man. That's I don't a, know if I have one on just Amelia Earhart. I don't know enough about Amelia Earhart, which is kind of embarrassing. Shame on you. Because she's a Kansan. And you, I could see you probably scratching your nose during her theme song, probably. Oh, gosh. Yes. That's the kind of disrespect you would man. show. Man, sorry about that. Amelia. Um, is she known to... Did she, like, apparently die because the Bermuda Triangle? Is that her? Oh, that sounds like a conspiracy. I thought that's kind of where they were going with it. I don't know. Oh, I have no idea. I just know that she died flying, right? <laughs> Doing what she loved. 
trying to see if wolves are ticklish. <laughs> I used that in a video once. Didn't get the amount of love I thought it should have for the amount of views it got. Anyway, well, let's instead of Amelia Earhart, let's talk conspiracies. I don't know if we've ever talked conspiracies as friends. Yeah. As podcast D boys. Go. Here, here, go. Well, here's what I think of conspiracies. I I am very much a hater. I like I like listening to them, but I'm always probably to a fault believing in the greater good of like yeah like even like Catherine doesn't believe in conspiracies but she's way less trusting of whatever fill in the blank you know big pharmaceutical stuff doctors you know research stuff like that Stevie Wonder <laughs> sure which whereas, I'm, I, whereas I'm like I'm like why would all the government you know steer us the wrong way just so we can have more sales in medical stuff or something like that She's like, I don't know. I'm not saying one way or the other, but I just, yeah. yeah. I'm realizing now we did talk about that because I've mentioned the Stevie Wonder thing on our podcast before, but not a, not a really, I mean, like, in-depth conspiracy theory talk. Um, all I'd say, uh, yeah, I don't get too into them. I think they're fun to look into, and I think it's fun to see like circumstantial stuff that people can string together and can try and get yeah. to a point. It's like, whoa, that is convincing the way you're saying it. You know, I would watch like a documentary about the idea of Illuminati or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Like, what do you I think, think that, about them? See, I just don't know enough to like really have an opinion, but I think it would be so cool if it were true, but it also kind of, kind of, cool of, kind of terrifying. Like, cause isn't like there a conspiracy theory, conspiracy. Oh, oh come isn't on. Isn't there a CT with, uh, <laughs> like the Denver airport in the Illuminati? Oh yeah. Like there's all these weird things. I don't about know if the it's Denver Illuminati airport, based, but Denver airport just kind of weird. And like underground is where the Illuminati is or something. Hang. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know. They're like, um, um, their runways are in the shape of a swastika. Yeah, the barbed wire is like on the inside rather than the outside of the fence. So it's like, why are they trying to keep people in? Oh wow. Um, I don't know. All this is just kind of random stuff. Have you ever seen the paintings in the Denver Airport? I've just seen those like with my own eyes. They're just like some really creepy paintings. Yeah, I've been in the there. Denver Airport once, and it was yeah, like was gas really... mask stuff and like like just like dark huh. paintings plastered right by you know baggage claim this huh. like guy in a da- gas mask is like holding the sword to like a chill a child's neck what and it's like what is this even what could this possibly mean that's good and why did you choose this for airport art dark those, um, those dark denverans yeah denverians denverians the illuminati is interesting on one end i'm like okay if there was a group would we know it? we wouldn't know the name of it it's definitely not going to be called the Illuminati. It's not like, oh, we cracked the code of the name, but we don't know anything else about yeah. it. You know, that part is silly to me. Um, but on the other end, I think, like, humans as a whole, not that good at keeping secrets. <laughs> I don't think there's all these secret societies out there just because I know what humans are. At our core, it is very, very hard for us to keep anything to ourselves. Someone gets frustrated. They're like, you want to know all these secrets? I'll tell you all these secrets. Like- yeah, someone at a bar has overheard something. Or just even just, like, if someone wants to leave... You know that group, then they can just tell everyone about it. And right, right. I don't know. I mm, I don't know if I want to go into that. Let's go lighter. I was gonna go either lighter or darker. Area go... fifty one. What do you think about that? You heard about this, right? <laughs> yeah. About how they're like raiding area. They're gonna 51. storm it. I think it's hilarious that all this started from a Facebook group. Yeah. Or like a Facebook event. Like that's funny that we live right. in this day and age where they're just like some like weird dude uh, can start something like that. It'll be interesting to see, like, if people go and do it. Because I know some people will show up. Nothing's going to happen. But I think people will still go. Well, like, they're, like, the government's, like, threatening, like, we will use every force that we have to. to <laughs> if like, you show up. Yeah, they're going to, like, they're, like, threatening them to, like, yeah, it's just crazy. Like, why would you do that? I'd always heard of Area 51 as being, like, this mysterious place. I didn't know we knew where it was until a month ago. Yeah. Like, I always thought it was like, oh, if we could find Area 51, we could get to Dove. Oh. I didn't know we knew of a spot. Like, I'm imagining, like, the behind the cornfield in Interstellar, like, underground NASA. Like, it's, like, oh, it's hidden. That, but... Oh, okay. Well, you haven't seen Interstellar? No. Saw Gravity. Why not? Oh, okay. Never mind. You've seen it, then. No. <laughs> uh, it's very good, though. Um, okay. The other conspiracy I'm going to talk about, I think I've talked to you about this before, uh, the mattress firm thing. Yes. <laughs> Guys. This is the biggest conspiracy theory I believe in. Something's going on with Mattress Firm. There's so many of them. (laughs) Yes? Do you have anything to say? Or I'll keep going. No, no, go ahead. This is a product that, on average, humans buy once every 10 years. 
there's a spot in Kansas City at the Chili's I go to where I could be standing in the parking lot and I could see two mattress firms. What? Yes. Really? 119th and Metcalf. You can see two mattress firms from that one parking lot. And it's not like they're the only company. There's so many companies nowadays selling mattresses. Like, so many influencers do brand deals all the time with all these big mattress firms. Um, <laughs> or with all these mattress yeah, companies. Right, right. And I just... There's no way they're just making money off of Mattry. 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 Um So I don't know what they're doing. I don't really know what the motive is. I think it's just... It's a front for some sort of laundering. Maybe. Well, Do you really need a storefront for, for Mattry, too? I think... It is one of those things that until, I don't know, three or four or five years ago was pretty exclusively sold like brick and mortar. And yeah. now people are starting to be like, why can't we just buy these online? Yeah, just ship it to my front porch. Yeah. Um, so I I like the idea of the conspiracy theory with Mattress Firm. Part of me just thinks they just give out their franchise tag. It's not the right word, but, you know, <laughs> franchise eligibility to anybody who wants it. And they have crazy high... Uh, Margins, so they can afford like the rent space or whatever. The and, yeah, and and people, everyone needs a mattress, whether or not you're right. Only every ten years, but that's how cars are too. Maybe not really, but you know, people aren't buying cars left and right. But yet you see dealerships everywhere. Yeah, that's I'm a decent sorry. point. But yeah. um, no, we can disagree. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not budging. <laughs> mattress firm is up to something. Uh, let's see in ten years if there's still a bunch of mattress firms because I think they're gonna get you know killed like Best Buy is and there's not going to be very many of them anymore and it's not going to be conspiracy theory anymore can you uh do you mind looking up for me yeah just like mattress firm locations let's see how many there are in Kansas City um and let's see what we come up with because I just think there's like it is disproportionate to the amount of people the amount of mattresses that people should be buying Okay. How many were you looking at? Well, maybe I'm just going to look up Mattress Firm in general. I looked up Mattress Firms Kansas City. I'm just going to look up Mattress Firm and look oh, at yeah, the yeah, Google just, Maps. Just search the word and then, you know, maybe hit okay. one minus sign, you know, zoom out once. Um, what do you see? Okay. We're not going to count that one because that's in Topeka. Um, so let's see. In the greater Kansas City area, there are one, two, three, four, fifteen. Fifteen in Kansas City. I didn't even know that. I literally had not did not even I obviously didn't plan on saying this today. Um I've never even looked into that before. Fifteen in Kansas City. I've Huh? Okay, okay, what's That's a, just one company. That's not just car dealerships. That is one specific company. What is something comparable to a mattress firm that we could look up and see how many those have? You know what I mean? Like a like a another mattress company or like Well, a, no, not necessarily. Like a like another product similar to that that you buy rarely. Like a furniture store or Sure. See how uh, many Ashley Home Furnitures there are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna know. say there's less than I'm gonna 15. guess that those are just a smaller brand. Really? Oh, okay, that was the first one I thought of. I thought they were big. How many? Oh, there's only one. <laughs> uh, what would be something? You're not gonna find anything with more than fifteen. But I'm just saying, like, there's like maybe twenty McDonald's. No. Okay, there's more than twenty. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's look there's at that. There's more up. than twenty. There's twenty. I bet there. Okay. Hey, hey. All right. Try to find. Hey, give, hey, me, hey. give me a fast. Try to find a fast food place that does have fifteen locations like we try to find the middle ground like okay like five guys is probably less than 15 but there's got to be chipotle. something you think there's 15 chipotle is in the oh, metro yeah. oh yeah i'm gonna guess let me guess one Let's see if it's around 15 while you're counting i'm gonna guess uh um panda expresses okay how many chipotle is were there there were 19 Ooh, that's pretty close there's no way there's that many pandas you don't know Panda like I know Panda. Two, four, six, eight, ten. Ooh. So I was five way, you were four way. Pretty so close. I, so I guess I won. <laughs> so I guess <laughs> if you do math the way I do, Brad wins. Oh, man. Fifteen's a lot. But I compare it <laughs> to Chipotle's because I feel like there's a lot of Chipotle's out there in Kansas City. So pretty much every time you see a Chipotle, that's a mattress. For, that's someone trying to sell you a mattress. Like, you have to go in, like, like, I feel like you need, like, one or two per city. Like, a mattress is such a big 
thing to buy. You'll drive 30 minutes to buy it. You don't need one, you know. I don't know, man. Every, every two miles. But they're not owned by, they're not all owned by Gary, the mattress firm guy. They're owned by, you know, it's the like person a that Gary, kind of yeah, buys. It's his franchise. So, so he's it's like, kind of competing against other mattress firms. So it's firms. like, uh, there's only two mattress firms? Oh, there's not enough mattress firms. We need to get one of those in here. So now Jake owns a mattress firm. I wait, can't wait for you to. Wait, who said that last part? Uh, Jake. I said that. And Gary says, yeah, I would love to give you the rights to call your place mattress firm. Oh, so I think that there's not enough. And then I want one. Yeah. Hmm. And surprisingly, I didn't think there was enough. I can't wait for you to uh, research this and realize, like, mattress sales are crazy. <laughs> I might. I, you know what? And I can afford you know, $3,000 gonna... to start one of these things? It's not looking like <laughs> such a bad idea. Jake and Brad's mattress firm. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the... Mattress uh... firm. Brought to you by Ghost Rudders. <laughs> yeah. Exclusive sponsor of the show. <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, I'd like to thank I Like Dragons for providing us with that. Um, this person asked the question three times, and I don't think I want to answer it at all. If you had to kill one person in your family, who would it be? My gosh. Yeah, no thanks. That's so dumb. Um, oh, here's a good question. I've never been asked this before. Everybody loves them, but what's a time when you hated an underdog story? Huh. That's a good question. Oh, uh, I mean, anytime they beat KU, that's a, that's a big one. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a an big KU against, basketball fan, yeah. Against your team. Um, I'm trying to think of an underdog story that I hated. I don't know. Hated is too strong. But I remember when the Cubs won the World Series, I was rooting for the Indians. Because remember, the Cubs were up 3-1 to one and the Indians came back. And oh, they yeah. had that great Game 7, like tied it up with that home run and then ended up losing. Yeah, I wanted the Indians win too because I feel like because the Indians were kind of an underdog too. They both, yeah, were. But I feel like the Cubs were because like everyone was cheering for the Cubs because it'd been so long, and I was like, no, this is like what the Royals were. Yeah, everyone's gonna forget about the Royals if the Cubs win. <laughs> They're not gonna remember what we did. I feel like once an underdog wins, they are hated very quickly after that. Yeah, it's like oh. Like, the Red Sox, whenever they won the first time, was like, awesome. And then it's like, the Red Sox win all the time. They're a dynasty. Break them up. <laughs> yeah. They have too much money. That's a hard question to think of on the spot. I can remember when VCU beat KU, and it, it crushed me. Did you think about transferring to Virginia Commonwealth? Uh, no. Or Northern Iowa. I was at that game whenever Northern Iowa beat KU. And KU was very good that year. Yeah, it was like a nine seed and There's, one seed. I mean, it's just, March Madness is just heartbreakers left and right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I can think of lots of times where the underdog beat KU. What about like not a sports team? Can you think of any like movies or anything about like an underdog that you didn't totally enjoy? <laughs> no, I was thinking about how I, met, how I met your mother. It's like a joke that he's not rooting for the Karate Kid. He's rooting for like the bad guy in How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> right, in Karate That's kind kid. of funny. Um, no, break I his think. leg. Break it again. <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, know. That's a good question. Yeah, good question. Too too good. Too good for a quick answer. Um, here's here's a hot one mm-hmm. from Emma. How do you feel about the equal pay for the US women's soccer team? Wow. Are they getting paid equally? Did you kind of hear about all this? Not like, really. I know that there's like political stuff going on with the soccer team. I know they won. Yeah. Well, this would be good for us to kind of talk about it both being pretty uninformed. I think that's kind of the goal. <laughs> That's what um, politics are. So. Yeah, perfect. That's what social media does. and Yeah, we will take part. I, yeah. So to overstate it, I know very little about any of this. Great. But I think it should probably just be dollars and cents. I think I think the WNBA should definitely make less money than the NBA. How because dare it's a, you? How dare it, you? Yeah, like it just makes, it would be very, very financially irresponsible to pay them the same amount that you're paying the NBA because they take in more, less money. Well, you, you wouldn't have a league. Yeah, so I think on the same end, like for all I know, the women's national soccer team might make more than the men if mm. they're winning. So if they do, they should be paid more than the men. Right. I think it should just be they looked at, have... like don't even look at gender, just like look at it as a business and whatever that equates to, pay them. Sure. I don't I don't disagree with any of that. I'm also, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm also kind of surprised they even get paid, like outside of sponsorships. Because like Olympians don't get paid. You know, like Michael Phelps doesn't get paid for winning the gold. He gets paid by when Subway says, we want you to be in our commercial. That's true. Is that true? I think so. 
for the Olympics. Like, I don't think there's like a Olympic committee that pays their athletes. Okay, I'm gonna look at that real fast. Yeah. Also, is it starting to smell like uh, like um, like tiki torch fluid? Yeah, that's Catherine's essential oil cleaning stuff. Oh, dang it, Catherine! Everybody listening to this, I'm sorry. I was <laughs> I was just worried the house was gonna go up in flames. It's not the the the, the diffuser's fine. Uh, uh, this really quick Google search says. Did I just make that up? The Olympians earn thirty-seven thousand five hundred dollars for each gold, twenty-two five for each silver, and fifteen for each bronze. Oh, who pays them? That's cool. Um, Wait, okay. So maybe what I was thinking was they don't get paid for just making the Olympics. This is a U.S. Olympics, by the way. Okay. Um, so there's probably some like agency, like the U.S. Olympic Association, that pays their athletes based on performance. So yeah, maybe what I was thinking is like you don't get paid just for making the Olympics. Like you, you could be a gymnast and work your whole life towards right. it. If you don't medal, you make nothing. The first uh, sentence says they are not getting paid to be there, but if they perform well, they can bring home some cash. That is crazy, though, that it's just... I mean, obviously, it's still more than I thought it was, but it's just $37,000. Like, think about being the very best software engineer in the world. You could probably go work for the government or some private firm and make, you know, $800,000, yeah. you know, easily by being the very best. If you're the very best investor in the world, you are a billionaire. If you are the very best at swimming... You you might make fifty thousand dollars. This is interesting. Right, Singapore, Singapore gives their gold medalist one million dollars. Singapore, yeah, silver Those medalist, crazy rich half a million, bronze medalist, two hundred fifty thousand. Huh. Wow, Singapore seems cool. They have a lot of like, very. It's like extremely illegal to like, uh, like dispose of your gum in Singapore. Like they're very clean there. Like littering is just like, chop Singapore? your head off. Yeah. Not Qatar. They might both. Or Qatar. I don't know. They, they're probably both very clean. Singapore's clean. Singapore. Singapore. Singapore gum fine. You were right. Holy crap, I nailed that. I say a lot of things on this show that I don't really know if they're true or not, so it's nice to win some every now and then. The selling of gum can be as high as $100,000 Whoa, for didn't a know fine. that. So don't even... That's like illegal to even have the gum. You'd be a gum dealer. <laughs> wow. Okay, other questions? Uh, this is from my friend Hannah Reynolds. Are those bookshelves being used as a lap desk? Yes. Yeah, absolutely they are. We found these in Brad's basement on the first episode. Yep. They're the perfect height for these microphones. So They're wonderful. I think someday, maybe the day we get our first sponsor, maybe we get mic stands, oh. you know? I think that would help getting them right in front of our face, but for now, this is I always say job. if it's not broke, don't fix it. But if it's, you know, you know a little bit, uh, squeaky maybe we should fix it <laughs> I think overall when I listen to our podcast versus other ones the production quality is pretty on point I mean you're the producer so I'm just kind of patting myself on the back here <laughs> no but even like yeah I feel like it sounds fine there's not many improvements that need to be made necessarily but yeah the uh, these are removed bookshelves they make Catherine, your thighs a little warm but not too bad no it's not bad I'm cold most of the time Catherine is like wanting to remove those bookshelves so someday we might have to out of force necessity yeah does Catherine know that she'll be paying for a replacement mic stands for us when she takes out these shelves <laughs> she doesn't really think about the money too much i don't think when she thinks about she, it she costs just, what it costs michael what does that mean <laughs> she's very joanna Gaines. sometimes like oh i would just do this and this and i'm like oh gosh like all this i'm the one just thinking about the money behind it <laughs> she does too but not in the same way anyway um favorite pop tart flavor oh my gosh brown sugar cinnamon and it's not even close really I'd take one brown sugar cinnamon over four of any other kind. <laughs> really? Oh, 100%. That's just that's just ridiculous. It's that's so much better than any other one. All right, let's say you have nothing to drink. Does that change anything for you? I mean, all the Pop-Tarts are making me thirsty. Brown sugar, though, especially makes me thirsty. They get, yeah, it's like, get you get like that there. thing stuck up on the top of your, <laughs> yeah. of your mouth. Uh, I need something. I'm gonna I don't know. That thing from the dentist office to kind of slurp me out here. It's like kind of stuck. <laughs> what if they had those for your house? <laughs> Okay, spit. Just like after you eat a Butterfinger, you have to get one of those things put in. Just like remove this. Like I got like six inches of, you know, Butterfinger in my molars right now. Six okay. inches. Yeah. Combined among oh, okay, the okay, molars. Okay, okay. Um, Do you agree? What are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Sin? Um, I'd say they're in my top three. 
But not number one. What? I think cherry's number one. <laughs> you would. You would go cherry. Man, what? It's Our taste good. buds are different. Have you ever been Mine to... Mine are refined. <laughs> uh, have you ever been to Pilgrim Coffee down in Leewood? No. <laughs> but I know what you're going to say. You're going to say they make their own Pop-Tarts. Oh, we talked about this before. Yeah, they. I discovered um, they make their own Pop-Tarts, and they're so good. I just don't think I would spend that much money but, on but you didn't hear the best part. They have brown sugar cinnamon. They do? Yeah. I'm in. Let's go sometime. Seriously, dude. They're so good. Okay. Um, maybe you never know what we flakes. We go on location and they have. give us free ones. Oh. Like, like maybe we should have somebody else be in there as a hype man and be like, hey, these guys are part of the brown, uh, the brown, the brown? sugars uh, <laughs> podcast. The Ghost Runners podcast. And, uh, they have like a little room. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> just hit them up. Let's do it. Wait. Oh. Wait. I think oh I can't remember they went out of business no 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 I, I, I can't remember the coffee shop now I think one of the baristas was like oh I follow you on Instagram which I didn't know her at all it caught me off guard but it might be Pilgrim so maybe she's I don't know your name but if you're listening hey. I, okay the, yeah this is all stretch now I can't really remember um okay I guess this is a question for both of us how many custom builds or Instagram followers to get you to move to Fayetteville, Arkansas. This is from Thomas Cole. Oh, <laughs> uh, T. Cole. I actually need a tuxedo, and I'm thinking about buying one from Thomas rather than renting because he, he does the greatest uh, you know, tuxedo suit sales in Fayetteville. This side of the Mason-Dixon. Yes, he is a great guy. Um, Where is the Mason-Dixon line? Are we on the same side of it as Thomas? Surely not. Was the Mason-Dixon... I know it runs horizontal. And it was something with slavery or voting. Slave, slavery. No, you're not giving me much. I'm looking, it was I'm for looking. yeah. I'm gonna keep guessing. It was for um, endangered species. If you you had to go south for the winter, if you were scared. Mark the northern limit of slavery in the United States. Whew, okay, good. Um, that was close. It's still used figuratively as the line that separates the north and the south politically and socially. Um, where does it run compared it looks to like Fayetteville, Arkansas? It looks like it's way up there by West Virginia to Pennsylvania. Oh, it's not like a coast to coast. Well, that's thing. the original Mason-Dixon line, though. Let oh, do we have like an, uh, an updated, updated MDL? Oh, sure, sure do. Uh, it's still up there, pretty north. Um, I just want to look at this. That's okay. Yeah, it looks like. Well, we're pretty close to it actually. Like Missouri, like Missouri is the border. Oh, good for us. It's like the northern border and the eastern border of Missouri. So we are below the Mason-Dixon line. We kind of. It, it kind of just like ends at the uh, intersection of the northern border of Missouri and Iowa. Like there's oh, like, okay. it's not like a line all the way around the United States. It's just like That's okay. starts in the northern part of Missouri, goes all the way down to the eastern part of Pennsylvania. Oh, let's say. Uh, the question was how many custom builds to get you... Oh man, a hundred. If he if he buys a hundred tables, you'll move to Fayetteville. Yes. <laughs> Permanently. <laughs> yes. You live in the best zip code in America, and you're gonna move for a hundred tables. Yes, that's a lot of money. Really? Yeah. I'd be I'd be doing fine. With my <laughs> life. You could afford not to live in one of the top ten zip codes. Yeah, and I love Thomas. Wow, and yeah, you could have you could afford so many custom tuxedos. Right. <laughs> yeah. Have you been making a lot of tables recently? A lot of custom builds? Um, you know, not as many as I would like to. I've, I, I've had this tension for a long time, and I'm still trying to figure it out with being able to make high-end things. But my main way of marketing it is through social media and mainly Facebook. And so, and I always compare like Facebook to the Walmart of social media society. To where like so like people that find stuff on there like oh I love your stuff, oh but I'm not really looking to spend that much money. Like like you're targeting more typical like middle class right family right that doesn't have a, a large amount of like disposable income. Well, on accident I am, but I would love <laughs> I would love for people yeah to have more disposable income to have more flexibility. Like um, cuz obviously my stuff is a premium product. So um, it's not it's not something well, what I'm saying, it's not something like you can find a cheaper version of the exact same thing that I make that just doesn't have a story and doesn't have the handmade real wood, whatever. Like you can, you can find a Ikea table that can function. The it can same hold way. your food. Right. Yeah. Um, 
So but it's not gonna have your sweat in it. Right, man. Blood, sweat, and tears. So all three? Sometimes. Every tape? Oh, sometimes. 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 Wow. Um, I'd love to have your blood in a table that I use. I yes, think. I won't stand it out. <laughs> yeah. Just keep it there. Yeah, let me know where it's Stain at. Stain over it. Um, if you weren't yeah. making tables but still had to run your own business, what would it be? Oh, I don't know. I like sales a lot. Like I've been really enjoying – because since I haven't had as many like direct sales lately, I've been more reaching out to people, and I've really like enjoyed the, that. Like on the, the offensive. On the, yeah, which I – is kind of uncomfortable for me initially, but then once I do it, I'm like, this is really fun. It's fun. Like I love just talking with people and. So, what kind of sales company would you start? Like you have to you have to run this by yourself. I mean, first reaction is brown sugar cinnamon pop tart sales. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy them uh, in Eastern Kentucky, very known right. for having you know a low. <laughs> I mean, the uh, Mason Dixon line is the taxation area. Yeah, of, very uh, cheap place to get pop tarts. I would bring them back. I always used to wonder that. I remember when like. I don't know, I was probably 12 years old, and I remember gas prices were just, like, on the news all the yeah. time. I remember thinking, and it was, like, in California, you're up there up to 5.30. And I was, like, I was like telling my parents, all right, guys, I got this idea. What if you fill up one of those tankers <laughs> with Missouri gas right. and then go to California and sell it? Um, so you could do something like that with Pop-Tarts. I you mean, could, that's the general idea of most businesses. Like, you're very smart. Just that doesn't work for gas. Yeah, you know, it, just, but like, it doesn't work. That's very perceptive as a young young kid. I don't know what I would sell. I would, I would love to do that. I don't know. One of the comedians I was listening to last night. I uh, went to a comedy club last night with some friends. Saw Nikki Glaser. Very funny. Uh, but one of the openers, probably his like best joke was um, he was talking about trying to teach his dad just like technology and stuff. He's trying to tell him about Amazon how his dad doesn't trust it, and he's like, "Dad, it's amazing. I mean, just literally type in anything you want, anything, and they will bring it to your door. Like it's crazy. Just type in anything." And he's like, I don't believe that. And you're just going back and forth. And he's like, Dad, I swear, just type in anything. He's like, he typed in gas. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that you can't get off Amazon, he wanted to get. And then from that point on, he just swore it off. Ah, oh, yeah, it doesn't work. I bet Amazon will be able to fill up your gas in the next 10 years. Oh, yeah. A drone with two arms and a legs. Well, I had a little trouble saying that. Is going to like come to your door and just fill it up itself. Have you ever been to like New Jersey or those places where they fill it up for you? My sister lived in Oregon and they filled it up for you. It's kind of weird. But they don't accept, expect a tip or anything. You're definitely not supposed to. I didn't know they did it in the East Coast. I thought it was a West Coast thing. I think like New Jersey and Oregon, like the two states. No. I think. Really? California? Google me. Go, not, don't Google me. Google it. We're, we're gas station. Your gas station states. Yeah, fill up your <laughs> tank. Yeah, autofill is going to come in real hot anytime now with Oregon and New Jersey. I know for a fact it happened to us in New Jersey. Well, now it, it's saying that it was illegal in Oregon. <laughs> but it got re-legalized for places of 40000 or less. Oh, gotcha. What's it saying about Jersey? In New Jersey, self-service fuel filling is illegal. That's crazy. Oh, maybe that's what they were saying for uh, Oregon, is that self-serving was illegal. That's quite the uh, tongue twister that you did pretty good with. Self-service fuel fueling. Fuel fueling. State of New Jersey and Oregon. I'm smart. The town of Weymouth, Massachusetts, you didn't say that. I did forget about that one. And the town of Huntington, New York. (laughs) Wow. And, like... One of the very last things we did in Hawaii was like, you know, filling up the rental car with gas before you leave and I'm in a big hurry. And there's like an attendant out there. I thought she was like working on something, but she was like, hey, how's it going? I was like, oh, hey, you know, just we're heading out of Kauai. It's been a great week or whatever. She's like, oh, awesome. Okay, so just go ahead and uh, do you have a fuel saver card? I was like, oh, no, I don't. She's like, okay, so just go ahead and insert your card. And so the way she's she's like starting to explain it, I'm like, oh, this is about to get tricky. Like, that's why she's here. Oh, yeah. Or like, because there's going to be something that trips me up. And she walked me through every step. And it was exactly like every other gas station, like interaction you've had. All right. Now it's going to ask you if is this a debit card? Is it? No. <laughs> okay. So then just type in your zip code. I'm like, all right, I'm just still waiting for it to get tricky. All right. Now just hit, hit what kind of gas you want. And then just uh, lift the lever. Is all it right? just not common to get gas in <laughs> I don't Hawaii? know. It didn't seem like she was supposed to be out there. Like, I don't think she was like working outdoors. I, I don't know if it was just like just because she's already outside, she's gonna help me. Maybe they have enough tourists in Hawaii that like live in Europe and don't have cars. And maybe, yeah. 
Don't. I mean, it was like late at night. I wouldn't think that like she's being paid to like sit out there and assist people. Really get their gas, but yeah, it was really funny because <laughs> like other people could hear it all happening too, and just like waiting for the catch. And it was just nope, it's just extremely standard. All right, thanks for coming in. <laughs> yeah, you. Oh no, it's gonna ask for a receipt. Do you want one? <laughs> no, I'm good. All right, car wash today? No, okay. <laughs> wow, I got my car wash yesterday. Yeah, when I drove to this is a while ago, but when I drove to Omaha for that wedding, about every bug in the Midwest hit the front of my car, and so I was like, I'm gonna. I'm going to go to car wash. I'm going to pay a little extra to get these bugs off. You didn't really get the bugs no. off. If you let them sit for a month, they, they're pretty much a part of the paint now. There. Yeah. Yeah. So my, the sides of my car look really good though. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have to check it out sometime. What do you think of uh, the idea of unlimited car washes for a year? Like a car wash membership. Cause I was at the car wash the other day and it was like, it was something pretty reasonable, like $12 a month. And I was like, oh, I might do that. <laughs> like that's awesome sounding. It could be one of those things where like, it, it could become something that becomes like soothing for you in a way like I would equate it to almost like when you have your phone and your laptop and all your and all your batteries charged yeah. you know it kind of feels like oh this is great sure like, it, it doesn't really help anything it's like a mental relaxation I think it'd be awesome yeah maybe it's not the same thing I really enjoy the feeling I have after I get a car wash but yeah and I just anyway. don't care about my car too much but I do now <laughs> With my new newer car. Anyway. What uh, else would you pay to have like cleaned for you every month besides a car? Uh, my teeth would be awesome. Yeah. If someone uh, would clean my ears but then promise not to make fun of me afterwards, I would probably pay for that. Um, I don't know. If someone would actually shave me or just laser hair removal on my face really i would do that really if there was like gonna be no side effects no one have my you ever been to a haircut special... that got that you got a shave no but dan yeah dan the man dan's the guy who went to Kauai with i've been telling brad how awesome he is uh he's a barber and he told me whenever i want now he does live in lawrence yeah so he'd give me a free haircut and a straight razor shave dude it's sweet i think i'm gonna do it this week i mean my hair is getting shaggy yeah i need it cut so i'm gonna text dan it's really like the shave is awesome yeah so is your family big big beardy beardy boys oh my dad is very hairy and i'm not <laughs> like uh my extended family has some beards brother-in-laws yeah, yeah they got okay. some sh- facial hair but yeah my dad has never had like a lot of they never really grown it out too much but yeah he's, like, he's a hairy man none of the men in my family have had like facial hair like nothing worth writing home about. I would never write home about it. Um, <laughs> so once. I'm like, maybe I just should just laser it off and then never have to shave again. That's got to be so painful. You think? I think. Well, I wonder if there's like a numbing gel. Yeah, either way, the, the idea of lasers going into my face permanently. Yeah. I don't know. Laser hair removal. I saw a tweet one time that it was a... Uh, I easily could have passed this off as my own joke just now. I'm let you guys know. I'm being honest, it was a tweet. But it was like, why would I want laser hair removed? <laughs> I think that's really funny. The thought of having laser hair. How how they like make that into a thing on Twitter, like a tweet that you would understand what they're saying rather than like... I think, you know, Twitter is kind of what you make it. Mm-hmm. And I just follow a bunch of writers. Like it's just a bunch of people who write for shows and comedians and everything, so... My Twitter feed is just jokes. Typically. But I know, but I mean, like, how do they grammatically, without putting a italics or anything on there, like, show that you're saying laser hair rather than... I think they just hope that their audience knows. They just go for it. Okay. It was something like that. I mean, this is gotcha. years ago. I don't even get on Twitter anymore, but it was like back in college that like stuck with me. Something like, something along those lines. Why would I ever want to remove laser hair? <laughs> you got any more, like any more questions? Uh, I think that was about it. Uh, let me look one last time. We can end it on something. Um... Uh, sorry, I should have this prepared. Because I'm also trying to remember what we did last time. Oh, I can remember if you repeat one. Um, oh, yeah, here was one we didn't get around to last time. Who was the hottest founding father? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, that question, I don't know if we should answer that, but um, that question just makes me laugh. <laughs> uh, okay, we could finish this one. I'll finish with this one. Ben Bridges 03. I don't think I know who that is. You know who that is? 
I know that name. Really? Yeah. Yeah, maybe you know him. Yeah, he says, how was your experience at Canicook and the years you worked there? We both worked at this summer camp for a number of years. Oh, my gosh. It was great. Yeah. One of the one of the best decisions of my life. I would I would say so as well. Yeah. It was amazing. It was the best time of my life. Like, I was talking with some of my friends from Canicook, who I talk with every yeah. single day still. Um, and we were talking about the summer of 2013, which is the summer we got engaged. Catherine and I got engaged, and we got engaged at camp. And it was like, this. that was the best summer of our lives. Like, yeah. I mean, college in general, like that stage of life is just so special and different just than any so other. Just so carefree. Right. Yeah. Than any other, you know, life stage. And so it's just so special to be there with guys that, you know, you can make memories. Like you can you can meet a guy, spend two months with them and be closer and better friends with him than you would ever be with the people that you're going to college with potentially. Or the you know people I mean? you went four years of high school with and played on every sports team right. with and everything. And so it's yeah. just like, yeah, because you just bond over this common struggle but goal of like man we are so tired and so exhausted and this is hard you just spend so much time together too. right but this is also like totally for the right reasons and we're all yeah we're all grinding out together and yeah. so yeah and you just have inside jokes and hilarious memories and it's just fun it's so so fun Canica does a good job of like putting you in its own like ecosystem almost where it's like it's got its own inside jokes and its own traditions right. and everything and you really like dive into like their culture and so i think it just becomes easier to breed those friendships there and yeah to the yeah. point where it's kind of awkward when now like whenever we hang out with friends that are kind of cook friends and then some of them that aren't it's like They're we we make jokes about you know whatever we're calling two fours like our 24 hours off yeah i was taking two four and you know it's just like oh you gotta catch two fours or uh, yeah. you know day off you know like anyway the uh the positions that brian and i worked at different camps within can cook but the positions we had for most of our time there was basically well actually i always describe this people i want to hear how you describe what our job was so i can get a better better scope of how i can be describing it so programs well i don't know exactly it's different for every camp but like programs at k country was like not what everything is based around obviously everything's based around the lord but like programs was such a big deal at k country because it's canna cook was originally a sports camp but our camp was like the little seven to eleven year old kids, so you're not we training had like, them for yeah. We had like we had like an hour of sports a day, and the rest of it was like, how can we make the most fun, hilarious, out there like outrageous memories possible? And so, the the main thing we were in charge of were parties, but then we were also just in charge of like, basically like how can you take every little thing that we do and make a memory out of it. So like they called them moments of wonder is what like the, like the, uh, <laughs> we did not have that. Yeah. That was like one of our assistant directors, like a uh, kind of inside joke or, you know, inside words or whatever. But like, like that was a moment of wonder right there when you did that, when you did that skit and all those kids were like, you know, cheering for you or like yeah, everyone yeah. was excited to like go take down the bad guys or whatever. Like <laughs> that was a moment of wonder, you know? And so, um, and obviously it applies to more than just the parties, but yeah, I was, we were in charge of, all the parties, all of, like the nighttime activities, being like, fun skits and, and energetic. Yeah, we we did like multiple skits a day. Um, yeah, it was just a blast, man. It's just that freedom to like, hey, if you think of anything, yeah, to make something fun, you right. have the freedom to do it. Our our director, who's very like type A, but also like understands the idea of programs and creativity and stuff, like basically said, yeah, you have un not unlimited budget, but he he was like if you want to do something, do it. Like, don't yeah. let, don't let prices be the thing that's going to, and that, we didn't abuse that by any means, but we, we went hard on some of our parties and like we built these foam machines that I think they started building everywhere, yeah. like all the different camps, but like we built them and they turn out like six feet of foam. And it was amazing. Yeah. It was so fun. Stuff like that. That was just, hopefully the kids remember that and then realize, you know, the deeper thing of like, Oh wow, you can live a life, you know, that's really really fun without doing all these bad things and pursuing good things and so oh yeah i remember anyway. that's how i met gunner is because yeah. he kept coming to k west parties he worked at a different <laughs> camp but he kept coming over he would always come over on tuesday nights because we would um or every other tuesday we would have like kind of just like a typical pool party or whatever but then halfway through we would have the local fire department show up nice and um then they have this like certain hose where they can just take water from the pool and put it back in the pool and okay. so they would like, you know, we'd have to like keep kids away from like where it's being sucked out. But then the hose would just go everywhere, like all over the sky. Like it, it looked like the Bellagio. Wow. And that was, That's uh, cool. 
That was the second time I got electrocuted, too, was that night. What? Yeah. I just realized that. I was telling that story. Touched the microphone after it had a little water and electric current in it. It was pretty awesome. Really? Yeah, it wasn't too bad, but my arms just kind of started, like, wiggling. <laughs> but, and then my fingers, like, wrapped around the microphone. My arms were spaghetti, but the rest of it was awesome. It really didn't hurt that bad. It was just, like, I can't, like, like my fingers wrapped around the mic, and I couldn't let go oh, of it. Oh, you couldn't let go of it. I was like, oh, it. I know I'm being electrocuted, but, like, very oh, wow. minimal. Wow. You know, just the amount of electricity that runs, like, an amp or whatever. But, yeah. It was the best. We were just, yeah. Just, Is that accurate of what you would describe it as, more or less? Yeah, I always typically say that we were in charge of all, like, the big picture fun. Yeah. And just, like, your main job is just to make memories, whether it's on a stage or just rapping about breakfast food on the counter in the mornings right. or just, like, anything you could think of. Just, like, make it funny and good and entertaining. I think I'm super biased because I did the job, but I think it's the hardest but best job at camp, as, as far as leadership goes. I'm, I'm, yeah, Ward Weeby, my first summer is, like, Hey, thanks for doing this. You know, program's the hardest job at camp. And I was like, what? Right. No, it's your not. first summer. Yeah. You, from the outside looking in, you're like, oh, this no, looks this so amazing. Fun. These guys just have fun all the time. Everyone knows my name. I get to make people laugh. This right. is so easy. And then I do it for more summers. I'm like, oh, wait, I'm the only one working on this in February, in March, April, and May right. leading up to it. Like the doc daddies. Right. They're showing up to camp with their suntan lotion and then they're, they're chilling for three months, you know, like, <laughs> so it was, yeah, you work a little bit, but it was fun oh it was a blast so fun it was a blast yeah if you're looking for something to do this summer (laughs) go work at canaguck seriously or if you're under 18 go next summer Uh, you can you can do like volunteer stuff there too yeah so we camper there um all right that'll end it for us um episode question mark i'm gonna say 13 i'm gonna guess 13 sure not bad 13 weeks it's a long time for that is a show. long time. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Hope you have a good week. Uh, Brad, send them off with a little jingle jingle. Oh, boy. I know you started with one. It was really good. Um, no pressure to top that. Gosh. <laughs> Try to think of another like random song. Okay, yeah. Let me give you... Um, let's go Whitney Houston. Oh. Hey, I want to ghost run a podcast. Hey. I really want to go. Run a podcast. Hey, I wanna go run a podcast mm. with Jake Triplett and Brad. Woo. Elders. That was good. Thanks, man. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs>